And here we go. This is uh, another episode of the Simple Joe Show, starring me, Simple Joe. And I'm in my basement, uh, sitting on these nice, comfortable chairs. And I have in front of me, Brian Harrison. Hello, hello. How's it going? B-R-Y. B-R-Y. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) A little little different. A little different. And he's a a comic out of the Metro Detroit scene and uh, just tearing it up whenever he can. And um, I'm trying to build my thing and do my stuff so if you guys could do your work because i do my work uh go on my website it's uh the simple joe it's got all my latest episodes and it's got a couple blog posts up there and also uh on itunes you can search up the simple joe show and you find mine uh i also have this uh underscore simple joe underscore and you can find all the latest episodes on that site so uh where can we find you what is uh, it? we are definitely all over the place uh the easiest way to find us is moist definitely that is my podcast and uh where we run our live shows out of so uh the facebook page is moist definitely uh instagram is moist definitely production or moist def productions uh and twitter is moist def pod nice nice there you go so uh so how long have you been doing the podcast uh, the podcast we are on episode eighty four. Eighty four. So doing wow. about two years now. Yeah. Okay. A li- or a little over a year. Sorry. Got you. So, so. is it over open conversation? Is it? Um... Yeah. So uh, we have a few different types of episodes. Uh, the first one that we do is uh, we have like hostful episodes where it's uh, me and my two co-hosts where we kind of just sit down and have a conversation about whatever. Uh, last week we had a breakdown of essentially like what had been going on with our weeks because we each had something like major go on in our week and stuff and. Uh, so we just talked about that kind of stuff and was bullshitting about that. And then uh, we have uh, guests on every once in a while, too, where uh, it might be a comedian or sometimes we have musicians. I've had uh, game designers on. I've had a lot of different people on just to have conversations about stuff. And uh, when we have somebody on the podcast, the first question we ask is, what is it that inspires you? And then we just let it run from there. We just mm-hmm. let uh, the conversation go and talk about literally whatever anybody wants to talk about. Right, right. So it's yeah. it, it's can range from like uh most people because uh, they're comedians and stuff that we have on a lot of the time they'll talk about comedy or who their influences are other times they'll talk about like uh free basing and doing crack and stuff it's right. like crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you, it does, you, you do find some uh some pretty crazy crazy people out there one of them is actually going to be so coming up on the 25th of this month i'm doing a show for my birthday awesome. and i'm gonna have the microphone and the speaker set up outside in the garage and i have uh, uh who's it ken witzgall i've got alex bosnovic i've got ej watson and uh who who else is it um paul allen is going to be doing his is going to be opening and he's also going to be uh hosting for me but uh yeah he uh he has some crazy he has a crazy background i don't know but i don't know if you know about paul allen no no no, i haven't met him actually okay I know everybody else you listed off except for him <laughs> okay yeah 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 he's uh i think he kind of does it more of a hobby than okay. he does it for you know just um to at looking at it more of like a business type thing you can see and tell what guys are are looking at it more of a career than looking at it as just yeah i kind of do it on the side it's kind of fun and that's what I do. Right. Um, and I kind of think he's in that because he's a full-time mechanic. And then uh, on the weekends and whenever he has time, he does comedy. But he's, he's yeah, his storied past, it's it's nuts, man. It's, he, uh, I think he got three DUIs. Yeah. And he, I think he still drinks and drives. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do you not learn from uh, the three times that you've gotten caught? And he said the third one was actually brought down to a to a, uh, a DUI because he I think he could have got potential um, not manslaughter but it's uh, uh, like uh, using your car as a weapon oh, type okay. thing yeah yeah because his other two and his other past so it's like oh man I don't know what to tell you it's it's one of those things where you try to tell them over and over again but it's I was gonna do a post earlier today but I never did. Never got around to it, but how many times have you been in a car where the guy goes in, or your friend or whoever it is that's driving you and he looks at you or she looks at you and goes, yeah, you know, I really haven't had that many. And then gets in the car and drives. How many times it's happened to me. If I had a dollar for every time it happened, 
<laughs> It'd be rich. It happens all. You know, I really haven't had that many. Do you actually know how many you've had, or is it you're just guessing? What the fuck that's, is this? Yeah, you know? that's. I, I don't. I try not to fuck around with stuff like that because uh, I'm a dad now, so okay. uh, I definitely. I try to avoid a situation like that, but I've definitely, when I was younger, there were times where I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. It was only one or two. And then it's like, get home. And it's like, no, maybe, maybe yeah. it was a little more than that. Or I shouldn't have <laughs> things like that. But no, I get what you're saying too. That's it. Uh, you can't fuck around with things like that though. Sometimes, right. especially like that's a very, uh, uh, that feels like a three strike situation and you're already on three. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, maybe. cool it, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not going to be fun for the fourth one. You're probably no. never going to get your license again, you know, yeah. and that and that would be a kind of an ironic thing because you're a mechanic, you fix cars, <laughs> but yet you can't drive one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like wait a second, <laughs> how do you actually no. know that it's fixed? Um, but I I had car trouble earlier this week, and we all know that's not fun. No, never. Yeah, and and I had to take to the shop, and it was overheating, and got a new radiator, five hundred fucking dollars down the drain, and yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, it's never convenient. It always comes up out of nowhere and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I just happen to have $500 sitting aside just that, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely not a rich guy, but I'm single and I don't have kids. So you oh, have, I got you. You have a lot of leeway there. <laughs> a little more leeway yeah, than me. Yeah. I see. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. You can kind of go out to eat when you want. You can kind of drink what you want and, you know, um, if I ever had kids or had a wife, it's that's it's a whole nother thing, you know. Totally, <laughs> the whole nother couple variables in there. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the the drunken the drinking and driving laws are kind of too strict in a way. You know, like it, it should be a little bit less than than what. So there's a bar right up the street. I mean, literally, you just you leave and you turn down Shaner. And you're right there. Okay. If you were to go there, I mean, and get caught with the DUI and your house is literally where mine is, it's not even a half a mile. I mean, come on, really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I will, you can't you can kill people. I, I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, like what happens if you pull out of that parking lot and you hit a car or hit somebody trying to walk to the gas station or something for the night? That's true. Yeah. I don't know. That wasn't I, that wasn't all the way thought through, but <laughs> I see what you're going for. You're trying to be yeah. risky. Just well, well, that's what, that's what I was telling because uh, I got a lift there, and I felt so weird. I got an actual lift to go to a bar that's not even a half mile away. I could walk there, but at the same time, you do have that mentality of okay, it's right there, cool. Like you you don't have to have to go anywhere. You you're basically right by the neighborhood, but. Because of that, you're going to get even more fucked up because it's right there. Right, yeah. You're going to have that thought like, oh, yeah, it's right there. Well, well, no big deal. Right, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, not the case. I, I almost never drink and drive ever. ever. It's a golden that's, rule. That's man. a good choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never I, – I don't think I could ever see a reason to actually like to drink and drive, I guess, at this at, – this age in my life, like mm-hmm. I could never see a reason that you could be like, well, no, the reason that I got a DUI or that I was drinking and driving was because, and it being like a valid enough reason for me to be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh, you couldn't take an Uber or ask somebody else or, <laughs> or uh-huh. shoot a text message or. Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't think that there's a. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, there's not really. I'm trying to think. There was one situation where I did. Yeah where it was sort of because it would be so embarrassing for you to say something. So like my, my friend uh, was at his house and I forget if it if it was his, I think it was his grandpa that needed a ride and his dad couldn't because he drank. And so how are you going to tell your dad not to, because you've been drinking? It's like, it's it, some, some okay. situations it's kind of like, binding. I, I guess there, there's that one situation, like a situation like that. That is something that I think about. And that's probably a reason why I don't drink a, a whole lot. I mean, I don't, I've never had really drink a whole lot, but uh, mm-hmm. now it's a big, re- a re- big reason I think about it is because I think about my daughter a lot. Like what if something happens in the middle of the night and we need to go to the emergency room or I have to get up and go, like, I can't, I can't be that impaired. Like I can't be drunk or hammered anymore or right. 
things like that. Like I'll have a beer or two and relax, but I would never like uh-huh. never plastered yeah, or yeah, like wasted. <laughs> yeah, hammered. Yeah. 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 Now it's, it's, it's a lot less than what it was before. It was like, sometimes it'd be Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I I'd, I'd just fucking hammer it. But now usually it's only Saturday normally. Yeah. yeah. yeah so that way you got a day for recovery too. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cause I finally am a fully functioning member of, uh, going home and, you know, going to work and then coming home and then going to work before I'm a long haul truck driver. I was, Oh, okay. So I was always on the road and you know, I would go on these stretches for a month and a half sometimes and I would, I wouldn't come home and that just feels so fucking weird. I bet. I, yeah, I can't, I, I think about like, uh, being away, like when we do stand up and stuff or like, uh, going away on vacation and things like just being away from the house for an extended period of time, like two or three days, like even that's weird. So I couldn't imagine like right. a whole month at a time being gone or. Yeah, no, it, it's <clears> definitely <throat> pretty strange. And when you step into your house, you're like, this is, this looks so weird, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're used to this little box that's 12 by 12, you know, and half of it's covered with seats and cabinets and stuff. Um, but I mean, Hey, I, I don't regret it at all. The, the reason why I am sitting in this house that I am today is because of what I sacrificed before. So, I mean, you, you just got to build, you got to keep it going. Absolutely. They're young listeners. Uh, <laughs> I've got two of my cousins that listen to this. So that, that advice is for you guys it, that, <laughs> get you, out there and hit the pavement, man. Don't stop. So, uh, I got, I guess I got a question for you in that vein. Uh, what, how many episodes have you done in this podcast or how long have you been doing this? Uh, about a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think I have a, about 50 something like that i i I usually try to do it on the weekends okay and that kind of limited me but now that i'm home every day i can tell people hey we can record at night you know eight o'clock or something so that'll help me out yeah so i was time restricted a lot yeah i can imagine being on the road all that time and shit so um Uh no that's cool uh but i think that's a it's a cool point too that you were pointing out though because uh you now have this already all set up and you're already going. So now that you have the free time to be able to explore it more, you'll have the opportunity to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But like, had you just been getting into this or you'd put it off because I imagine being a truck driver, that's probably why you got into podcasts and podcasting. Oh yeah, for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all I'm doing, you know, music, podcast, music, podcast. It's like, you know, you, you just layer it and yeah, it's, it's basically how I get through my day and, Right, but um, so, so you like taking up the interest in that and wanting to do it then, so like you started pursuing it, and now you have this built up, so you got like 50 episodes in the backlog, and now you can just mm-hmm. really crank on it and just go at it, because you've already got that built there, so. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and another inspiration to me was um, Josh Adam Myers, or no, you know who is? Uh, no, no. no. He's no. a comic, he does uh, the goddamn Comedy Jam, where he gets uh, comics... I think he try he either tours or he only does it in L.A. I'm not sure, but he gets comics up on stage and they do a cover song of their choosing, and then he has a band like a full band. Okay, yeah, that that knows how to play really really good. And you know, before they'll do a rehearsal and then they'll do this like live show, uh, and then before the song they'll do like a 15 minute set and then they'll do their their uh, song and then the next person will go through and. Um, they had that on Comedy Central for a minute, didn't they? I or think they, they did, did a, yeah. A few episodes of it. I think so, yeah, yeah. But um, why I bring him up is he's got this new one. It's called uh, The 500. And it's Rolling Stone's top 500 albums, like in history. of how, Like Al King to uh, 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 who else? Um, I mean, everyone. Y- you name it. Elvis to Jimi Hendrix to The Doors to... Rolling Stone, you know, list goes on and on. And, uh, you know, you can look up the list and you can find where he's at and where he's going to be in a couple of weeks. So you can kind of look forward to it. The list is already done. You can look it up. Um, but what I brought from his is it's so well produced. You know, um, he had uh, the, the last one I listened to that I really enjoyed was Jeff Ross. And he uh, they talked about Kiss Destroyer. And while they're playing Detroit Rock City they they they're talking about the beginning and how cool it is and all that stuff and then you hear it in the background playing and then it goes through the whole thing and it's like fuck yeah let's hear it you know and then they go through the next song and then you hear that song and it's just it's really cool um what he's doing with that and apparently 
uh, little uh, knowledge nugget here. He uh, got the full inspiration from that from his friend Angelo. He was a comic that uh, passed away uh, two years ago. Okay. I believe um, Angelo, uh, what was his last name? Hmm. Skits my brain right now. Um, but uh, but uh, he was this nerdy guy, and apparently he had like this giant hog, and he would always talk about it, and he would talk to Josh about it. He's like, Josh, I got this giant dick, but I just can't do anything with it. Like he, like girls would be scared of it. That's how. That's yeah, that's, yeah. That must be. That's a pretty experience. good size, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until like I want to say a year before he died, he finally had this chick that he could do whatever he want wanted to her. That finally he found this chick that wasn't afraid of him. Um, and, uh, but he had the, he had like the deepest knowledge of music and he would always go to Josh and go, have you heard of this? Have you heard of this album, this, that album? And, uh, so yeah, I guess Angelo is still here today through his podcast because he's got, he got completely inspired to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you said you were tra- you travel a little bit for comedy, or have you? Or uh, yeah, we've done. Okay. Uh, uh, we do Ohio and stuff, and uh, we've done some spots up further north and things, but uh, nothing too crazy yet. Okay, uh, I've, I did. I was actually thinking about it on the way here. I did one spot in Vegas. Okay, uh, like within my first year of starting, and it just happened to be because I was uh, going on vacation there, and I was okay. like, "Well, I'm going to do a spot because I'm here." I got you. And uh, that was actually the first place that I ever met Alex Bozanovic. Oh, wow. Okay. Because he was in town for work that day, and we happened to be at the same bar, and we had a mutual friend from Detroit who messaged both of us and told us that we were there. Huh. So then he came up and introduced himself. and uh, No shit. Yeah. It wow, was wow. pretty cool. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, um, what what place was it? Was it? Uh, the Dive Bar. Oh, okay. Uh, it was, it's, wasn't near the Strip very much. It was uh, kind of off, and it was like a metal bar. It was okay. kind of interesting. <laughs> okay. I got you. Nice, nice. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of funny when when people do or when comics do uh, a what is it called? Not a vacation, but it's um they do like nine weeks in a row or ten weeks in a row um, where they stay in a sponsored hotel or a sponsored uh, place. I forget what they call it, but some of the more experienced comics will do it. Um, and it's always it always seems like a death note. Like you're just doing that, and that's your last way out. And you just want to make a shit ton of money and get out of the business. Kind of that's what it always seemed like to me because it's such an easy money grab that they're not really trying to push for a tour. They're not trying to push to do their podcast. They're not trying to be more creative. It's just this is corporized. We have uh, a certain number of dates that you have to fulfill, and you don't really have to change much. Because one, it's Vegas, so a lot of people forget. Yeah, you know, you're drinking, you're doing other stuff, and you kind of it. It's like a side thing in Vegas. It's, it doesn't seem like the main focus. Right, right. There's so much other shit going on too. Yeah. that you can go to. Uh, one of the things that I think is cool though is that they definitely they just opened the uh, comedy cellar out there. Like, uh, okay, from New York, they did like a branch out in Vegas. And oh wow. Then there's a. Uh, Brad Garrett has an actual like comedy club out there. Oh no shit! So wow. there's okay. there are and there's a laugh factory too. So there is there's like legitimate stand up out there, and then there's like there's a much smaller scene as far as like open mics and that are concerned, uh-huh. at, at least compared to Detroit. Because I I mean I guess I don't have the experience out in Vegas, but right. I know this scene a lot better. Um, and I remember there wasn't as much out there. At least it was like two years ago now, so it might be different. Right, but right. Uh, uh, so yeah, there's like there's there's still that stuff out there too, but it's it's definitely I can, I understand what you're saying too, like seeing somebody like oh yeah, I'm gonna be at the Hard Rock Hotel for the next eight right. and a half weeks, <laughs> right? And then and then the the only thing that would that would linger into my brain is that some of these guys have uh, it, those tickets provided for them. So hey, you you gamble ten thousand dollars, so yeah, we're gonna give you a couple tickets to you know it's so. They didn't actually pay for it. They're just like, well, might as well. I mean, it's here. Right. You know, they get it comped. Yeah. You know, those comp tickets. Yeah. And that's what Carlos Mencia was doing for a while. He was doing, that's what the word is, residency. Okay. When yeah. you when, yeah, when yeah. you have like a scheduled number of dates and it's in one spot, usually in Vegas. And uh, yeah, Carlos Mencia did it for a while. And my, my, 
Or, uh, no, he didn't. He was doing a casino tour. So I think he was going across America just doing all the casinos. And that's the only thing that was in my brain. I'm like, Carlos Mencia is such a bad comic that he he has to go to hotels and casinos because they can comp the the, the tickets so that people will go. Right. Who's actually <laughs> going to pay to go see Carlos Mencia? Not me. Not me. No. For no. sure. Yeah. I don't... I, I, I do remember seeing, uh, I think he was at uh, Caesars or uh, Motor City, one of the two, seeing the billboard a few years, when you, what you're talking about, like when he was doing that tour. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I don't know. I actually went and saw uh, Artie Lang at the soundboard. Wow. Okay. And that was, uh, it was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was before he was on Artie and Anthony. Okay. Yeah. So it yeah. was like right before, before he got all kicked that. off, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> for for being late. It was right and... before he went to rehab before that to get cleaned up. So <laughs> yeah, his life is very complicated, isn't it? Because yes. it, it it he he was saying that he he was in rehab, but yet he was booking shows. Mm-hmm. If you go into rehab, you can't leave. Like you, yeah, that's one of the rules, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Doing a tour while you're in rehab? You gotta. Fucking fix yourself up, but I, I wonder if if uh, you know I'd have to ask my parents or uh, someone a little older if you know John Belushi if that went through. Whenever you hear about Artie Lang, it's it, it's one of two things, and usually one or after the other. It's usually oh my god, Artie! Like, can you believe I, you feel bad for him because right. he's going through all that shit and all that stuff, and at the same time, you, they always say. He is the nicest guy. If you ever met him, he he'll take his, you know, give your shirt, right. his shirt for you, and and it's always in the same breath, and it's a weird thing. And through all this rehab, through all this drug stuff, he fell asleep on the Howard Stern show because he was fucking nodding out. Yeah, I mean, it's just you're on Howard Stern and you can't clean up. Right. I mean, I, I think that speaks more to uh, uh, something. Uh, mental health and just like uh, the we need more awareness around stuff like that and like addiction and stuff in general because it's like I, I think that that goes to exp- that shows you like it doesn't matter how successful or how big you make it or where you get it like those demons that you have are never gonna go away they're mm-hmm. always gonna be there and you're gonna have to do something to chase them yeah, or you, yeah you can't just keep uh, filtering it or you can't just keep putting it off you got yeah you got to deal with it you got to you know, go head on with it and figure it out. Um, uh, I do have a list here of, uh, the cars and what it says about you. Um, there's a list of cars. I'm a truck driver, so I see cars all the time and I see the personalities and the people that are driving them, but we're going to set that off for a second. Okay. That's a little, uh, (laughs) that's a little radio bit guys. I hope you like that one so that you can keep listening. So then you'll be anticipating when I'll do it, but we will get to it. We will definitely. Um, but yeah, with the, but with him, it's similar to what John Belushi did, you know, and, and I wonder if he was going through the whole thing and they saw him fell off and all of that, or, or if it was just one day he died and that was it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's definitely, you wonder, especially because it, with somebody like John Belushi being back then, like you know, there wasn't as the internet much awareness yeah. Yeah. around that kind of stuff and things. So he could have been, it could have been totally closeted too. Like some people may have not even known that he was, uh-huh. uh, it, you know, relapsing or going through stuff. Like right, right. I think people nowadays it's a little more difficult, especially like for somebody like Artie who's on Twitter and social media a lot. Like you can tell some days, like. Oh, it's four o'clock in the morning, and he's tweeted thirty-seven times in the last hour. Like, yeah, don't think he's doing too well today. That's yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, a it's been a rough one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, people have their demons, and 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 a lot of it has to do with a storied past, and you know, divorces, and 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 how they're they're trying to figure out what the connection is. But there's some kind of deep, deep rooted connection between a father being around and teaching a son or a daughter in into becoming a, a, a good person that it has such an impact when they leave and they're not there that it just it just destroys people. You know, they turn to and I'm not saying porn's bad and I'm not saying prostitution's bad, but usually when you go when you talk to those people, they have these crazy pests. The dad wasn't there, the mom was barely there. 
you know, they, they were poor and the whole thing. And yeah, you're not going to get a great person normally out of that crazy of a past, you know? No, I definitely, I, I, I agree with what you're saying too, but I don't think anymore that it's limited to porn. Yeah. I think that in almost any creative field or any field where you see somebody that's excelling at something, it's because they're focusing their energy into that and to run away from their demons. Right. To a certain extent. Yeah. So musicians, comedians, because it's funny you touched on not having parents. Uh, I grew up without a father myself. Oh, wow. Oh, Um, shit. (laughs) Yeah. uh, He was never around. I never knew him. The The only story that I have about my father is that uh, the last time my mom and aunt saw him, they were on the way to the hospital to give birth to me, uh-huh. and he offered my mom two hundred dollars for an abortion. Still, wow! So, oh, Jesus, <laughs> I yeah. was raised almost uh, by my mom solely. Uh, she, we, she lived with her parents and stuff for a while, so like I had my grandfather around, uh-huh. but I never had like a real father figure in my life for uh, the first twelve or thirteen years, almost. Now, can you agree with this? I mean, obviously, uh, it's uh, Dan Soder and uh, Big J Okerson that were saying it, but they they go. You know what? Because both their their dads left, and they were kind of joking around about it. But I think they were kind of serious. They were like, "I kind of get why uh, my dad left because he just saw it, saw how much work it was, and was just like, fuck this,' and just <laughs> left." I mean, it makes complete sense, right? If you if you look at it without any emotion, without any feeling, without anything else, and you just look at brass tacks, and you just think of how much work it is to actually raise someone. And they were just like, you know what? I can't do it. And they just left. You know, they took the easy road easy road out. And, and it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, I think yeah. I, that's definitely part of it. And I think uh, the other thing, too, is uh, I know that I personally, me and my wife, made the choice to have a child. Mm-hmm. And we we planned and we tried for a while before mm-hmm. we conceived and had the child and all that stuff. So for me, it's a very different experience, fatherhood, because I wanted to have the baby. I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. Like I was at a point where all that was. If I was a 16-year-old kid <laughs> yeah. and I had sex once and then she came back and was like, oh, I'm pregnant, I would. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, yeah. At, at 32 years old, sometimes I'm still like, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> mm-hmm. like with this child. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like you know anything, any big milestone. That you were to go across, you know, with me buying this house or with you having your kid, all these big things, you're never going to be ready for them. No. You you, you think you, re- you read all the books, you think you saved all the money, you think you did that. It doesn't matter. Nope. It's in real time. You've got to figure out all these things, you know. Tomorrow, I could, I could, I could find out that I have a hole in my roof and I got to fix that tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever it right. is. Yeah, or, or, or the house gets flooded and when I got to, you know roots in your pipes and shit you didn't even know about that was wrong with it or exactly yeah (laughs) as much as you think you're going to be ready you're never ready yeah Yeah. there's always surprises there along the way and that's that that's the key to life and having a successful life is the way that you approach those decisions and the way you make them in real time Mm -hmm. so like if you if you come up to like the uh, you want to buy a house like you're saying like you were saying if you you go with like, oh, well, I'm going to buy this house because of I like this or that about it. But you don't like pay attention to the minor details. Like that's when you get houses that flood or shit like that. That's wrong with it in the long term, you know? Right, you right. Look at those signs and think, pay attention to those kind of things. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, and and I'm really glad now uh, I pretty much confirmed it that uh, our house is not, my house is not going to flood because. Yeah, it's this, been raining like a motherfucker. <laughs> this last week has been insane. I mean. Can it rain even anymore? I don't. I, I think it's supposed to. I hope it doesn't. This isn't. I mean, they I, literally declared a state of emergency in the city that I'm in yeah. because of all of the raining. Because there were uh, on the street that we used to live on that we moved away from last year uh, or a few years ago. Uh, there was literally like sewage just backing up out of the water, and the river was overflowing into <sighs> the streets and shit. Wow. Just yeah. it was crazy, crazy over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a tool poster right here. One of my favorite bands, and they talk about that. And I think uh, Enema, I believe, or Enema, what, however you want to say it. Uh, and he talks about that and how one day, what if it happens that the world just decides to turn on us and has this massive storm throughout the whole thing, floods everything, you know, hurricane, you know, on, on the coast and tornadoes on uh, on the on the um, like in the middle of the United States. And, you know, in the song, he talks about that he would want to see it. 
that if anything, if the world were to go down tomorrow, he would want to be there to see it. It's kind of an interesting concept because there's so many artificial intelligence. Uh, you know, what if they took over? What if uh, tomorrow, um, what is not a comet, not a uh, an asteroid? I forget what they're called when they enter into into yeah, meteorite. Earth. Yeah, meteor, meteorite. meteorite. I don't know. Yeah, like One that. of those. If a rock <laughs> enters the Earth and it's big enough so that it causes uh, huge damage, would you want to be there? in the middle of it so that you die and you don't be able to see it? Or would you want to be on the outskirts and actually survive it? That's I think it'd question. be, yeah, I think it'd be even scarier to survive it. Yeah, I think so too. I, yeah. I think it depends on like, are we talking like, does it knock all the power out? Like, is it like post-apocalyptic completely? Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It's, bad. it's, it's like really bad. Like, like really bad. like, I want to say like a 27 mile stone that just goes through it. Just, okay. Just, just destroys hit it yeah um yeah i don't know i think see i if i answer from a selfish point of view i think i would want to be crushed and killed by it but from like uh uh, the family perspective i think i would want to try to survive and keep on yeah just because i don't i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah but i don't want to be that bleak and kill my whole family but i'm okay with dying (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah and and in those uh, those circumstances all those people that have those uh, underground bunkers, the uh, the uh, the apocalypse, the, uh, the doom preppers, yeah, the uh, the prepper, <laughs> yeah, the prepper people, they they're, they're going to be the ones that you want to be really good friends with. I've got a few friends that are that way, so lots of canned goods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some people out there that are just they had. I, I guess I should try to do that now. I never really thought about that. I try to you know in the in this. I have a little cellar, uh, little little room over here, so maybe I could set up you know a couple cases of water. Just to have down there and then... Generator for your laptop and microphone so you can still podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. Coming to you through the doomsday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the The whole grid is down right now. There is no internet. I can't call anyone. I don't know how I'm going to upload this. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of a challenge now because I have two houses. Um, one that I've rented and then this one. Um, you know, just kind of trying to do the slow process of moving out and getting all the stuff together. I pretty much have everything now. Um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, that was a challenge last or two weeks ago, I think, or last week, uh, when I tried to upload and I don't have internet at this house. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I had to go to Tim Hortons like a, like I was a fucking uh, child predator because I had this, I had the, I had the computer and I didn't get out of the car and it's, you, I just stole the Wi-Fi and uploaded it that way. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And if anyone's done. out there that doesn't have internet and has a PS4 and you have the unlimited data plan on any cell phone, really, Verizon's usually the best. Um, if you do the hotspot through the PS4. I don't know what the signal is or how they built the PS4, but it is the strongest signal. I can stream through the hotspot HD uh, videos and movies on Netflix. Wow. F- like almost flawlessly. It doesn't even... That's awesome. No buffer or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was really, really impressed with it. So however Sony made the PS4, they made it so that that's, that signal or whatever it is, it's it's well. It's made well. Um so let's see what other questions do I have for you? Um, since it's been, I've just been grilling you this whole time. That's, so, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all right. <laughs> no. Appreciate all. if you'd like shut the lights down a little bit. You know, it's a little bright. Yeah, is it? got it right in my face. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, who are your favorite? Who would you say your favorite three comics are? Or if you can't do three, do five. Uh, who uh, three? I would probably go. Uh, Tom Segura. Okay. Tommy Buns. Tommy Buns. Yeah, your uh, mom's house all the way. Uh, Doug Stanhope. Yes. Uh, I'll go older and I'll say Mitch Hedberg is one of my inspirations from yes. back in the day. Uh, George Carlin. And then I'll throw in uh, the Impractical Jokers or the Tenderloins, whatever you call them, because that's what they're comedy name is okay all right so, this is the whole group the group yeah or, or sell I, I like all all four of them okay yeah because i i didn't know so they do they do something similar to like a blue collar comedy or kings of comedy where they so tour uh, together or yeah we're actually i 
I'm going to the summer. It's uh, they're doing like a tour and they do like a live stage show and they show clips from the show, but there's also like uh, like jokes and like a live show involved too. Okay, so, I got you. So all all four of them will be up on stage. And yep. Then, okay. Yep. Oh, wow. And they do that, and then uh, also too, uh, Q is actually part of a one of my favorite podcasts and something that got uh, me interested in podcasting was uh, Tell Him Steve Dave, which is on uh, Kevin Smith's network. Okay. So uh, it's three of his friends. So it's uh, Brian Quinn. Uh, brian johnston and walt flanagan okay so uh brian and walt were on comic book men and then q is in there too so it's like the three of them doing a podcast oh wow wow so that's awesome that's how i got introduced to q before he was even on impractical jokers and stuff so it was like i've been a fan of his because of that and then like so to see like the impractical jokers blow up and become what it has in the last is q the bigger guy with that usually wears a hat yeah yeah, like a flat cap yeah yeah Yeah. okay all right yeah that's him and then uh let's see sal I saw him with um, with uh, Burt Kreischer, Kyle Kinane, and Nate. yeah, I think it was just them. Nate Bargatze. Yeah, and Nate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nate just had me fucking going. Holy <laughs> shit, man. He has this bit, and I don't know if it's on his newest special, about uh, finding uh, a deer at the end of a driveway, a dead deer, and he's like drunk for some reason, and one of the the owner of the house wants him to move it. And it's just, he goes into this whole thing and I just, I was almost in tears. I was laughing so hard. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. Um, but uh, no, I was thinking about, cause usually for, uh, for a while when I was, when I, when I would travel, uh, cause I had this route, I, I would go from Southfield down to North Carolina and I would do that three times in, in the week. That was my old route. Um, and there was a certain point where uh, cell phone went out um radio went out everything signal wise went out so you couldn't contact and and almost anyone and it was kind of scary in a way yeah yeah because like there's this big ass farm that was right there and i was thinking what if my truck goes out right now all of a sudden you hear some banjo in the background yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah hear this big ass farmer coming out with this shotgun (laughs) trying to get off my property or whatever but uh no right then i would usually um perfect my my uh impressions um and i got a pretty good dice one um mitch hedberg is pretty solid but yeah all all throughout there to pass by the time i would uh, do my impressions but one of them one of my favorites uh from mitch was um was uh, uh about the pills it's like every pill is chewable it's just they taste shitty <laughs> it's like it's so short sweet and right to the point yeah it's like it makes sense completely <laughs> he had a great bit about uh, uh i want to be a race car passenger not a race car driver i just want to be the guy that sits there and annoys him oh right yeah <laughs> can you turn the radio on <laughs> right, right, why right. are you going so fast yeah <laughs> why are we just driving in circles <laughs> right right yeah and in in i mean it, it's almost for a lot of comics when they do their stories or when they have a bit, it's usually that they can expand it. They can get better at it and do all that stuff with Mitch. Once he got to a certain point, you were kind of just repeating the same thing. Yeah. So you could kind of, in a, in a weird way. And I was thinking about this pretty deeply that he was kind of his own death in a way. Cause he picked the one liners, he picked his style and he started, I think in 1993, I think that's his earliest stuff because he got on David Letterman in 95. So he must have been doing it before then. And he ended up dying in 2007, I think. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, so that's not that long of a career. No. You think about it. And it's also, that's another dude that's like, uh, just like in the same vein as Artie and all that. Uh-huh. Like just somebody who had personal demons that they couldn't, couldn't yep. shake. Yeah, exactly. Because he was, I think if he was alive today, like he would have he would have definitely like still been doing it and probably evolved and changed the curve. I was going to say that he, I don't think he would have been doing the the one liners. I think that was one of the rocks that he couldn't shake is that he couldn't turn over and think, what if I did all the, all the one liners I can. And I just, I just can't do it. I think that's what he probably fought every day. And if he did change, we probably want to hear the true story of Mitch Hedberg. We never did. We heard all these little tidbits and cute stuff and all that. We never knew the true guy. Never. No, and I think another thing, too, though, that's also a lot different, though, is you got to think back in 93 or whenever he started doing it, like, 
comedy wasn't it was it during or at the end of the comedy boom or whatever but it wasn't what it is today mm-hmm. like we have such access and such uh, uh like just access to everything that a comedian does or mm-hmm. any conversation that they could possibly have or talk about anything that they want about like 24 7 all over right. everywhere yeah it's not like like it's so somebody saturated. like him like he could have gone around he probably could have used that 15 minutes that he did on comedy central or half hour or whatever he could have been using that for three four five years and hit clubs and gone back and people like gained fans that way you know like it was it was just uh-huh. a different grind it was different that way when back in 93 if you uh <laughs> uh i think it's called the 10 things you didn't know about mitch hedberg on youtube one of them is that when he did the comedy central uh special that they had to actually add in the pauses and add in the crowd noise because he was losing them as the hour went on. So, yeah, he didn't do that well. That, I, that yeah, makes sense. They didn't like him for some reason. I think it was a certain a venue or some, some kind of complication. I forget what was going on. Um, but it wasn't his actual crowd that was watching the show. Um, and then if you watch him, too, in that same special, at a certain point he goes to the steps uh, there's a, a set of steps on the stage and he goes to sit down because he was in such pain because of his leg. He almost lost function when he, when he ended up passing away, he almost lost complete function in one of his legs because of how many times he was shooting up in the same spot. So that's why when you see that special, he's sitting down because he's in pain. He can't, he can't take his leg anymore. It's messed up. Crazy, crazy world. Yeah. 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 That he was, <laughs> that he was a part of. So, like I promised you guys, I'll get to this. Um, so, a question I have for you, I guess. Uh, what? I'm sure you've had some shitty cars in your past, and uh, uh, if you care to share a few of them or one of them, or yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, actually, I, I kind of uh, I have a bit about it. Like, uh, I earned a few nicknames throughout my childhood, and uh, like one of them was Spike because uh, from like eighth grade through high school, I had a mohawk. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my second nickname that I earned was Crash. Because uh, within three days of having my license, I totaled the car. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> and I also totaled, ended up having uh, my license threatened to be taken away before I graduated high school because I had been so, in so many accidents. <laughs> oh, wow. So, was, it, was the totaled car something nice or was it like a shitty it was 81 Buick? 86 Oldsmobile. And it was my mom's old car, and she just given it to me, and she was like, you can have it. Like, it was over Thanksgiving weekend, mm-hmm. and by the end of the weekend, the uh, engine had blown. It was all smoking and shit. Oh, jeez. So, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I ended up having it totaled and towed away. Wow. It was a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, when you see your car towed away, it's like, oh, that's final. That's yep, it. That's there, it. There, it's gone. It's gone, yeah. <laughs> that's Back done. to the bike. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. Uh, so, I... Uh, what I've noticed throughout the years is, uh, so I have the white Range Rover. Now this car is dedicated to a, ta- a tan hot woman. Uh, definitely has a well-off husband and also a lifetime membership. May or may not have black hair. Um, but I I have definitely seen that. There's a yeah white Range Rovers, and my dad had the the audacity to tell me that that he would if he ever bought a Range Rover he'd get a white one. I go, Dad, you might be tan, but you're not a woman, and you're not hot. So you can't get a fucking white Range Rover. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Uh, lifted pickup truck, uh, definitely probably a douche. Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, chews tobacco, more than likely. Mm-hmm. And ha- owns uh, at least two or three guns. Oh, absolutely. Maybe probably. one on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Probably a rack in the back. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, definitely a toolbox too probably for sure yeah he uh probably has a has, has a blue collar job yeah yeah construction welder mechanic something like kinda, that what kind of pants you think he's wearing pants uh definitely pretty baggy baggy i'm gonna go baggy yeah yeah i think jeans for sure too right it yeah has to be yeah a weird hole in like, like the corner of them for yeah, some reason. yeah 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 <laughs> like why is that there oh you know i just wear and tear um <laughs> Probably drinks Mountain Dew. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like yeah. water. Like thinks that like, uh-huh. oh, I'm thirsty. Let me get a Mountain Dew. It's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's either really fat or he's really skinny. But in either case, he doesn't watch his diet. 
Yeah. So he's <laughs> super skinny and just doesn't have to do anything or fat and just doesn't do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Missing teeth for sure. Could be. Yeah. Definitely a gap. Yeah. I'm seeing a gap. <laughs> we got this to a T here. Um, let's see. Um, Talking about my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're in the Dearborn. Yeah. The, yep. the downriver area. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Kyle Forsyth. He's at a uh, yeah. Waterford. Yeah. <laughs> Now we see him at 313. Shout out 313. Uh, let's see. Uh, male male driver that, that drives minivans. Now this guy, um, he more than likely has an average size dick, probably. Um, has two kids, which there's no reason to have a minivan, but he has one. Um, normally he would have a dog that he just he kind of got roped into and doesn't really like it. Bites him sometimes. Um, and I never really understood that, you know, you have two kids, a wife and a dog, and then you get a minivan. There's no use for that. Get an Equinox, get uh, uh Chevy Traverse, you know, get a- I, I think that's <clears throat> just a, uh, how old are you? Just, just curious. 26. 26. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're a little bit younger than I am. I think that's an age thing. Cause yeah. I think back when, back in my day that like a minivan would have made sense for like an older dude. I think now it's like the Equinoxes and that kind of thing, uh-huh. because Believe it or not, my second and third vehicles were actually minivans. Oh, no. He did it. No. He did it. He gave up, guys. He gave but up. I only have one kid. You got to fight for that. You got to hold on to that with everything that you have. And, and my, my dog's 15. He doesn't have much fighting him anymore. Oh, so. geez. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you might. Yeah. I mean, you did bounce back. You're not going back to the. Now, see, this is the true test is that if you had a couple of minivans, went to the SUV, then back to the minivan. That is a move that just loses completely. You might as well not even play. Might, no, might no, as well no. just, yeah. just, just give it out. out. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're, you're out. <laughs> At least you have some fight in you so that you, you're you not going back. Right, yeah. 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 I, I I do now have a, a Chevy Trax, so I, okay. I upgraded to the to the SUV. Okay. I don't plan on going back to the minivan. All so. right, there you go. <laughs> See, you won a little bit. Won little a little bit. bit. Now, this doesn't have much um, context to it, but the white GMC Sierra. I'm going to say that that is de- dedicated to the MILF. The one that's like kind of like the next door neighbor that you know is pretty hot. <clears throat> you talk to her every now and again, but she's she doesn't make it obvious. You know, She doesn't like wear really tight clothes, but you know something's going on. I'm trying to think what. Is the Sierra like the the truck? It's a uh, it was SUV SUV yeah older SUV yeah, kind of like a a (laughs) Bronco. (laughs) It's kind of like a Dodge Journey. Okay, okay, I got you. It's just a little smaller. Um, let's see, uh, the four door foreign car, either a Jaguar, a BMW, or a Mercedes. Um, this guy is probably wears glasses. And the the small little square ones, kind of like yours, a yeah, little yeah. bit, but a little bit smaller. Um, gel in his hair, a lot, lot of cologne, and if he's dressed up, he definitely has the buttons down to the middle of his chest for sure. Okay, um, not not a full suit kind of guy. No, 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 no. Yeah, definitely does not wear a tie, um, but has a designer suit. Just doesn't wear a tie. Okay, um, gotcha, gotcha. Doesn't have a crazy carpet of hair no just um just enough yeah just yeah. a little bit just to show you um definitely an avid golfer wow that was loud and i think that happens almost every time <laughs> I just, i'm honest god yeah I, th- I don't think i've ever updated this that's probably why um he's an avid golfer and uh i think yeah. he's taking like uh bathroom breaks every 15 minutes to go do some blow yeah right yeah <laughs> owns his own business yeah either that or he's entrepreneur a, or yeah or he's a ceo yeah one of the two uh let's see what else we got um blacked out jeep grand cherokee um this guy is probably chaldean um lots of cologne uh and has perfectly trimmed hair so like it's squared off, like, it's faded. Yeah, it's that type of professional. Guy. Yes, yes, for no reason, really. Line just, me up. Yeah, <laughs> just for, just for tooling around. He gets his hair cut every three days. Like why, dude? Why? Why? Your hair doesn't look any different. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been growing your beard? Uh, this has been about three years now. Three years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it just stops. Just kind of stopped. Yeah. Okay. 
Got you. I think it's because like uh, the hair up here too. I'm just kind of starting to lose it down here. Like it's getting thinner. Got you. So. Got you. Yeah, I've had I've had this widow's peak right here, ever That's, since I was I think I was born. Um, see, I used to have beautiful hair, and I hate it. I used to, when I was in high school, I had like shoulder length, like yeah. long, like metalhead hair. Oh wow! Okay. And then uh, uh, as I got older, I think just from constantly having my face palmed, like just it started to push my hairline back. So. Oh wow! Okay. Got you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a sad day. It is when you wake up and you're losing hair. <laughs> So you were probably what metalhead back then? And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah Metallica, Metal, uh, yep, Megadeth, yep. all those, all those good bands. Yes, sir. And then I got into the more extreme stuff. Okay, like death metal, things like that. Suicide Silence, yep, Acacia yep. Strain. Yep, yeah. my favorite band's Acacia Strain. No shit. Yeah. Wow, there you go. <laughs> Hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I saw them. Uh, I saw them. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll play it right here, just just so that. You know, uh, the listener can can hear this, and I think it re- records rather well. We'll, we'll okay. see. <clears throat> so, there's this song. I'll play for you guys. This is a song called "Beast" by Acacia String. <laughs> that first hit yeah it's awesome but so i i saw them uh at the magic stick and for those that aren't aware magic stick is in detroit and it, it's i think it's a, a two door it's either a two floor or a three floor uh building but in the main floor there's a bowling alley and a bar and then upstairs is the venue where you watch the show uh, and there's a giant pole in the middle of where you watch, which is really weird. Um, so I saw them. Uh, they were opening for Every Time I Die, another one of my all-time favorite bands. I was at that show, too. Oh, were you? Yeah. No shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they played that, it freaked me out because they played Beast as their open song. And they're getting out, and it's all black, and you can't see them. And they're playing, and they're doing this intro and the whole thing. Then once you start screaming and the guitar goes and, and kicks on, there was just solid white light that illuminated all of them. And it's like it was just so creepy because, you know, when they're he's doing the when they're doing the intro, you saw them up on stage. I mean, a little bit like the shadows of them, yeah, but yeah. you heard like their equipment moving and stuff. And you're like, oh shit, they're going to play. They're going to play. It's gonna be sweet. I can't wait. And then they go and play, and it's just like fucking just huge and electric and explodes. Yeah. And he's he's the uh, the singer of that band mm-hmm. is a really big dude. <laughs> Not oh yeah, like a mean way, but he's like yeah. six five, uh-huh. like three hundred pounds. Like he's a big guy. He he's, towers over everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even when <laughs> even on a small stage, he's still like, he's over the crowd, and he's uh-huh. he's a big guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely sober, from what I've heard. He's uh, he's one of those. Yep. Bro, I'm straight edge. Straight edge. Yeah. That's cool. Whatever. That's <laughs> it, your thing. Yeah. Do your do your thing. But at the same time, I got I got to give you shit. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, you're in a metal band. You don't do drugs. I mean, it's kind of strange. Um, actually, a funny story about every time I die too. Um, probably about ten years ago now. I want to say it was. Uh-huh. Uh, me and my buddy uh, that I met, we worked at a grocery store together at the time. Um, him and one of my other friends went and they were doing an autograph session in, uh, I think it was a mall out this way, actually. Okay. So they went out, they got their autograph. He had them sign their arm. Uh-huh. So uh, he signed their arm. At, he went and got it tattooed that night. The next day they were playing a show at St. Andrew's Hall. So uh-huh. we went to that show. And when we went to the show, it was on Valentine's Day. Uh, we went to the show. Uh, he went and talked to the guitarist because he was at the uh, merch table. Jordan? Jordan, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, showed yeah. him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so after the show, we actually got to meet the band and hang out with them for a little bit and stuff. No shit. And at the uh, 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 the Acacia Strange show, we actually got to hang out and uh, 
with uh, the other guitar player. What's his name? Andy. 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 Yeah, 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 the big guy. Yeah. He got pictures with him and stuff and got to see him and shit. So it's right, right. It's, they're a very uh, integral part of my growing up in childhood and friendships. For so sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have uh, um, the so yeah, Jordan Buckley. Uh, if you guys want to look him up, he's uh, the rhythm guitar player for for Every Time I Die. He's also a really, really good artist. Yes. And uh, he drew this English eye with like a bunch of branches on it going through it and stuff. I got that tattooed on my on my leg here. Awesome. And yeah, I mean, that was after seeing them six, seven times and, and being such a crazy fan. I bought Shit Happens, their DVD. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just, ever since I started listening to them, I've just been a huge fan. So yeah, uh, but let's see. Let's go through this, the rest of this and uh, we'll get onwards and upwards and out of here. Um, so, uh, you got the Dodge Ram or the Silverado. Usually the man is aged, uh, to 27 to 41. Um, got it because it's cheap and mo- more than likely is a Red Wings fan. I'm just, I don't know why I'm throwing <laughs> that out there, but in Michigan, that's usually the, the case. I, I travel all around and I see so many of those brand new Silverados or Dodge Rams. What, what the fuck are they going to do with all these new ones? I don't know, but, uh, let's see. Um, built cars like the, like a muscle car or an older, uh, fixed car that use that guy usually has gray hair. He's an older guy and he's either a mechanic which, where he fixes it all the time and builds it, or he knows a mechanic and then has them fix it for him. Uh, if you go inside of his house, usually he doesn't have much in it because he spent all of his money on the car. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Yeah, somebody with a lot of extra time and money, time or money pending. Right. Like time if he's the mechanic, money mm-hmm. if he's got the friend who can fix it. Right, right, right. Silver Fox either way. Yeah, is that exactly. Think exactly. he's wearing a leather jacket to look like a badass? Normally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tucked in shirt for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen somebody that's wearing a leather jacket that actually looks like a badass though? Like in person? Uh, few and far between. Yeah. yeah. Anytime I see somebody wearing a leather jacket, it's like, no, I don't think you've left your mother's basement. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe that's the crowds I'm hanging around with. And that's why. Yeah. But... <laughs> no, no. And yeah, normally, yeah. Nine times out of 10, you meet one. You're like, yeah, I could definitely kick your ass for sure. hundred percent. It's, it, it'd be no problem. Uh, a smart car, a Chevy Sonic or a mini Cooper. If you're a man that drives any three of those cars, um, you, I think you've lost your genitals. You lost them years ago, and they're um, being pickled in a jar. Um, definitely a pussy, or is gay? One of the one of the two seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so since uh, since my show is so in depth and and in tune with the scene, with the comedy scene, I'm usually at a show once a week, or I'm doing a podcast once a week. And this week, I get to do both. Um, if you guys are in the Metro Detroit area and I think this will air. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll fix it so that it airs today. Um, uh, or, or, uh, later on today, a guy by the name of Stuart Huff is going to be at Sellerman's in Hazel park. So I will be at that place. Um, I'm a big fan of, uh, of, uh, Sellerman's two weeks ago. I saw, uh, Wes Ward and he did his, his, um, his album recording. Yes. Yeah. And that was really cool. He did uh, 39 minutes, I think, or 40 awesome. minutes. So, you know, quick and right to the point and not missing anything and real sharp. And he got it done. And I, I really liked it. And uh, go out and support Wes Ward, of course. Absolutely. Uh, listen to the his uh, comedy specials to be on, on the lookout. Uh, you got Brian Collin. Uh, he's a veteran comic. I think this might be his fifth album he's ever recorded. So that's a big, big accomplishment for him. So go out and uh, and listen to his. I think it's called Complicated Apes, I believe. Yeah, I've uh, I've been a fan of uh, Brian since uh, um, since the Joe Rogan days. You know, he was he's one of his good friends in news radio. He actually played his brother because oh, they okay. look so much alike. <laughs> At least back in the day, they did. Uh, not now. Yeah, no, With, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rogan now looks like a fucking thumb because of all the goddamn steroids <laughs> he takes and. You know, if you look at him when he was on news radio, it's like his head is like long and thin. Now it's like <laughs> yeah. stubby and bigger. It's weird. I don't know what fucking steroids does to you, but it did something to him. Um, Let's see. Uh, Louis J. Gomez presents Louis J. Gomez, which is a hilarious title. Look out for his special. 
and uh, Nick DiPaolo. He's got a new one, and uh, I think he's one of the last of the frontier as far as not caring about people and not caring what their feelings are, not caring about feminists, not caring about anything. He's just going up there and just saying whatever the fuck he wants. Did Which you, did you watch that special? His new one? I haven't. No. no is it, is it it's, good? It's good. It's I watched it. It's uh, it's free on YouTube. Oh wow. Okay. Um, and it's an hour long. And I watched it the other day. It wasn't. Uh, there was. It was funny. Yeah. It, I it's definitely. I, I don't think I've seen him do a full set like that before, though. Okay. And there's definitely some parts where he loses the crowd. You oh can really? Tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's a, it's a good special. It's definitely worth checking out. If you're a feminist, I just I I would not suggest just, it. I definitely or if don't. You are yeah, definitely. Easily offended yeah. by things. It's definitely not <laughs> yeah. for you. But yeah. I, Apparently, in one of his bits, he starts smoking cigarettes. Did did he do that or no? Yeah, he talked about. Yeah, he talked about how he started smoking. Yeah, yeah. He was at Rogan, <laughs> and 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 he had Rogan like, oh my, like shocked at, <laughs> well, at what he said and he said because uh, he's 53 i think or 54 yeah, something, something like 55 mid middle age and he goes to rogan he's like if the doctor comes up to me and says that i have lung cancer i'm gonna shake his hand because that'll be in 20 years i'll be <laughs> 72 years old that's old for for a comic right yeah he was that's that's a crazy concept too like i never thought about it that way but in the special he even talks about that he says like like, why would I start smoking when I'm 18 or 19? Like, then yeah. by the time I'm 40, I have health, all these health issues. Like, yeah, now it I'm doesn't even matter. Right. Yeah, now yeah. I'm just going to go out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I would say one of the best podcasts out there this week that was released, it was Joe Rogan and Andrew Santino. Uh, Santino is one of my favorite, new favorites. Um, he's just blowing up right now. His new podcast, Whiskey Ginger, I listen to almost every week. Um. I just can't say enough good things about him. He's just he's just hitting hit, hitting the road and just fucking rolling as as much as he can. Um, so yeah. go out and support your local comics and get out there and see him. See Brian Harrison one Absolutely. time maybe. Uh, so we actually on May twenty fifth have a show at Canton Brew Works. There you go. Uh, Moist definitely presents. Uh, we got EJ Watson, Nick Kelly. You got EJ? I, yeah, I think so. May 25th? Yeah, I think so. I might have to talk to him because I did notice that. Yeah, you agreed to my show. I'm like, wait, he's got to look at his so, schedule, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll have to talk about that. But uh, uh, Nick Kelly, uh, Sam Rager's headlining, and Ooh. Ben Langworthy. Nice. Uh, Matt Hamilton and Brian Dushler, the co-host, are going to be there. Nice. Uh, I'm going to actually be at Farver's in Adrian, Michigan that night. So Okay. But uh, definitely go check out. Wait, so you're there. sponsoring a, a, a show, but you're not going to be there for it? So uh, the other two co-hosts are. So the podcast, okay. as the podcast, we run shows at Canton Brew Works and at the Rustic Crow Distillery in Dearborn okay. Heights. So uh, that's uh, both of those shows you can find on the Moist Definitely page. But uh, so the CBW show is the one that we're doing this month, though, on the 25th. But yeah, so my co-hosts are going to be there running it, and I'm going to try to make it out there. It just depends on if I can make it from the Adrian show or not. There you go. And that's it. That's that's it, and that's that. So uh Take it easy. Have a good week and uh, Thanks keep for listening it. and keep sharing. Thanks for having me, Joe. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Anytime. Take it easy. Bye.